Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 81 of Utopia to Me with me, your host, Chris Locke. How's it going? Hey, if you listen to these in succession, then you know that we just had a big, long, month-long holiday break. So, hey, if uh, it's the beginning of 2018, Happy New Year. Welcome. Hopefully, this is a very good, fun year for everybody. Wink if you catch my drift. Life is hell, or so it feels like sometimes, but uh, not all the time. Uh, sometimes it's fun. I'm looking at my window and it's sunny right now. That's a fun uh, look. Sun. Sun is fun. The thing is, is this year's going to be great. Don't worry. We're going to have a great time. Listen to this podcast. There's going to be more episodes. There's interesting stuff coming up, new announcements about the podcast, all kinds of great stuff. Uh, where are you right now? Are you uh, are you somewhere warm? Because I'm telling you right now, it's January 2018, and I am in Toronto, and we are getting devastated by a cold. Uh, I went outside, and the air feels every smidgen of air feels like the blade of a knife cutting your face. What's that all about? Am I right? Um, get a good parka, put a scarf on. Go out there and uh, brave the cold and listen to this episode because it's amazing. Episode 81. Your guest today is Dave Shumka, the co-host and creator of the Stop Podcasting Yourself podcast, which is I've done a bunch of times as a guest and always laugh hard and have a good time. Super funny, super smart, man. We did this podcast about a month ago in my hotel room in Vancouver because I was there doing the comedy mix. And great shows, by the way. Thanks to Vancouverites for coming out. That was the bl- blastiest. And we do get to elements of Dave's utopia in this podcast. <clears throat> but this is also one of the ones where I think we just hang out and talk forever about lots of stuff. And it's a lot of fun talking to him anyways because, man, can you hear me snapping my fingers? The guy's mind is quick. So let's go. Let's dive into this episode now and enjoy the super fun time of hanging out with Dave Shumka. Here we go. Episode 81. Dig in. Enjoy. You're from Vancouver and you're reading the Where Vancouver magazine that comes with the hotel room. It's, it's, it, I need to know where I can get the Rolex Datejust 41. Uh, oh, yeah, I can get it at Lugaro. Um, they do. Okay, that was, I just saw a watch ad in this magazine. What is that? A Rolex? Rolex. Oh, that's the Lugaro Rolex. Well, that's at Lugaro. You oh, Lugaro, the- you can get a Rolex. Look, because their symbol is almost like the Rolex yeah, symbol. Yeah, their crowns. This is not going to translate to people listening <laughs> with their ears. That's fine. Everyone listening has the Wear Vancouver <laughs> Tourist Guide for December. <laughs> so I just saw Star Wars The Last Jedi at 9.30 a.m. here in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And before the movie, they showed a watch commercial for a big expensive watch. And Eddie Redmayne, the actor, mm-hmm. was on a yacht, like his own private personal yacht, like a boat. So it's a nice sailboat. You don't know that he owned it, though. It's for the commercial. Right. Yeah, but he's enjoying himself on the waters and beautiful sky. Every now and then you see he's wearing a nice watch. And then at the end of the commercial, they're like, such and such a watch. Uh, Eddie Redmayne li- likes it. And that was it. It's like a bunch, Like we're all supposed to watch that and be like, he does? 
I, I, I should get it. Uh, you know? Well, there's, well, cause I thought like, that was the dumbest. They're not even like trying to make a story. It's or anything. weird because like athletes, it makes sense with athletes. It's like LeBron James can jump so high in these shoes that he wears and you can buy them. Yeah. He also needs to check the time while he's up there. <laughs> uh, I was walking past, what is it? It's Mont Blanc. It's, is it, I think they make like fancy pens. Like it's like, you know. Okay. Very expensive pens, and in the window there were just ads for this new Hugh Jackman movie. Like maybe there's a weird expensive pen. Type. It's getting crazy. Well, you can. There's ads for it's Star Wars cool. on bananas. Cool. Yeah, and uh, b- Bounty Quicker Picker Upper. <laughs> yeah. What? How many ads were there before the movie? Literally nine hundred. <laughs> it was insane. I had to pee as soon as the movie started. Because there were all those ads for water. Yeah, I'm like, usually this would be the beginning of Act 2, but all right, I have to go. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, there were all these ads for water going into a toilet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So many ads for toilets before the movie. Yeah, I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Moen Moen toilets and American Standard. But I went at 9.30 a.m. Is that insane? You went pee? No, I did a nighttime thing at 9.30 a.m. I'm... No, it's not nighttime. I like matinees, mm-hmm. too. But this was like the first early morning. And they won't do that for every movie. No, this is a Star Wars specific thing. For yeah, sure. they won't let you go see uh, whatever. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, can't, I can't even name another movie that's in theaters right now. <laughs> the Nighttime Boys. Yeah, the Hugh Jackman <laughs> Night Circus movie. Circus yeah. Pens. The Last Jedi, more, more like uh, the first Jedi up gets the worm. Well, it, well, it probably wasn't even the first showing. Was there like a 6 a.m.? Yeah. Yeah, and I think there was even like a 2 a.m. from like Thursday. Right. What the hell? People need it. They need to get it right away before I spoil it. Well, Here, you guys, are we recording? Here's the spoiler. We're recording, yeah. Uh, Han Solo is Luke Skywalker's friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, there were people there at 9.30 a.m. with me, and some of them were wearing like helmets with fake lightsabers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I was like, nerds. But then I was there. Yeah. <laughs> like and you're dressed like some kind of alien. <laughs> <laughs> what are, what's your deal? So uh, did anyone size you up to see like huh, you're like uh Yeah. Oh they're like, Oh, you're playing that guy that uh, is a loser in a bar <laughs> and that gets his arm chopped off and I'm like, Yeah. I'm playing his friend. <laughs> yeah. No, I you know what, I got my one of my favorite compliments after well, I should say I'm here in Vancouver doing the comedy mix uh for the weekend and your guest your amazing guest today is Dave Shumka from Stop Podcasting Yourself and a lot of other things. But do you go formally by David? Uh, I get mail to David. Yeah. I go, I go Christopher. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Do you feel like you have to be a different person to the to your bank? <laughs> yeah. I feel like they're my parents. Yeah. And I'm in trouble. Or like, <laughs> or when a ma- someone's delivering a package, they're like, David? I'm like, yeah, but Dave's going to wear the pants you're delivering. <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, well, no, but... I, but you got my, a compliment One of my favorite night. compliments last night. Oh, yeah, you're an expert podcaster, so you're going to really drive this one. I can feel it. What? <laughs> what? what does that mean? <laughs> I'm. That's a compliment. I know. But a compliment I got last night. Uh-huh. Okay, I, my favorite compliment ever was in Winnipeg at Rumors. This guy said... That was just crazy enough. <laughs> and I'm like, I like that because I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so last night this guy said, um, you've got this uh, New York 70s thing going. I love it. So maybe that's my look. I don't know. Oh, yeah. 
I could see that. Yeah. Especially if, like, on, like, a grainy film. Yeah. Well, I always look grainy. Yeah, you. I get that. You know who that. else does? Always? Matt Graining. That's not his name, is it? Yeah, it is. Ha-ha. <laughs> 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 like, you, you know, you, you, you're right about that. That's his name. He looks grainy. Yeah. Um, Early Simpsons look grainy. Yeah. Oh, they the, I, they really hold up. Those were on film. W- were they? <laughs> yeah, that's I why. I believe They're it. old film stock cartoons. Before yeah. they had their voices down? <laughs> like even like the Tracy Ullman ones? Yeah. You can tell. They're old film stock. Come here, boy. <laughs> yeah. Boy. Yeah. I gotta get out of here, dad. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying that to his dad. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get out of here, dad. And then Marge is Marge was pretty close. I, I think Lisa was already Lisa, but Marge was. Yeah. It was more everything she said had this. Do you think that Marge is a good representation of women in my life? <laughs> I don't know a lot of women in your life. I feel like I do get a lot of mm, like oh. about my what I say and my behavior. I think she's a good... I, Marge is one of my favorite characters, I think. So you think you're a homer? Yeah, I think I am. A, du- a dumb guy that's like a, still lovable. A 70s New York homer. I'm like a 70s New York Homer Simpson cop. <laughs> sure, detective <laughs> 70s homer. Yeah, the French connection meets homer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's That'd your favorite cool. 70s movie? Star There's Wars, a million. Star Wars Episode Four. <laughs> There's a million. I would say... It's funny because even though I am a huge Star Wars fan, I don't think of I don't think of Star Wars as like films per se. Mm. Like films are like films, right? Star Wars is like just I don't know joy beams. I think Star Wars. <laughs> I think it was first a um, like a lunchbox, and then yeah. it became a movie. Yeah. Well, I'm always like fully satiated after eating out of that lunchbox. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh What's yours? You I do can, yours, and then I'll think. I uh, mine's for sure is probably a, Jack Nicholson's probably in it. Oh, 70s yeah. 70s Jack Nicholson is my favorite. Yeah, I don't know if I have a favorite. Because, like, there were so many that... Yeah, it's really hard. Like, when AFI started putting out their list... Uh, not the band, the film institute. <laughs> starting play, yeah, I'm not out. interested in AFI, the band's <laughs> list of anything. <laughs> of the goth band, A Fire Inside. <laughs> put out their list of the top 100 American movies. <laughs> and The Nightmare Before Christmas was number one. <laughs> <laughs> Matilda uh, was second, but uh, <laughs> what? Um, the uh, the like I, I it became my goal for a little while to watch as many as I could. Not the really old ones, because come on, yeah, I try. Yeah, I've tried to do every generation, but the uh, decade. But I think I went and I watched so many of the seventies ones. Yeah, and maybe it's the French Connection is my favorite. But but like there's so many. But I just watched them all once. Here's a fun tidbit about the French Connection. Okay. In that iconic car chase, I, I, did, I didn't make it that far. <laughs> it's my favorite one, but oh god, what a snoozer! Am I right? I know. Like, just can you can we keep it on bikes? Yeah, we get it. You're realistic mm. cops. Hey, your name's Popeye. You're going by Popeye, and I'm supposed to believe this? Stop hurting him, Popeye. Um, but like, okay, during the iconic car chase, uh-huh. this will be for the benefit of people listening. Well, okay, do you want people to sync it up with the car chasing? Should they look it up on YouTube? Yeah, I think this will be my, yeah, this will be our, like, our, our, whatever it's called. 
<laughs> Dark talking over a movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know how DVDs comes with talking over a movie? Um. Anyways, the car whips around a corner. A car door is open on another car. The speeding car in the chase hits that car. And that car door flies off the car almost like a guillotine, like sling, like slicing through the air, smashing behind, uh, just missing a real um, like sound guy on the movie. Oh. Like he almost got his head decapitated by a flying car door. Now, a guillotine, that's a French connection. Right. Thank you. God, your puns are amazing. <laughs> Thanks so much. I'm, I should say I just did stop podcasting yourself two days ago. Mm-hmm. For the fourth time. Was it? Oh, well, yeah, a live one, too. You don't count those, eh? I, I, I guess I do. <laughs> that one like, was a party. Yeah. That the one li- was like, The live one was the party? Yeah. yeah. We were, like, playing for a crowd. It was nice. It was really nice. Yeah. Did you do this live? Um, I've done three live. Mark Little. Three live crew. Eliza Skinner and uh, Matt Bronger. Cool. Those were fun. Yeah. <laughs> were they were they a party? Yeah, it was a party. Like everyone was uh wasted and passed out. <laughs> <laughs> I did it while I waited for everyone to pass out. As soon as I started the podcast, people started having sex in the bathroom. <laughs> we, hot, we did a Hawaiian hot box. <laughs> yeah. What is that? I think that's when people smoke pot. Oh yeah, you're from Vancouver, BC, so you must love getting high all the time, eh? <laughs> it's what I live for. <laughs> it's my, it's kind of my brand. Yeah, it's I, how you stay clear-minded. It's how I stay clear-minded, but it's also like people... It's me, Snoop Dogg. Me? It's me, It's me, Snoop Dogg. No, it's me. It's Snoop Dogg. It's, uh, you know, Cypress Hill. And Have you ever smoked a ton of weed all day with Snoop Dogg? Once with Snoop Dogg, but it was hard to tell when the day began. Right. Uh, so it might have been all day. It might have been all night. He's hardcore. He loves his kids. You know it's what a I like? Football coach to his family. Is that true? Yeah, he's a, like a football guy. Aw, he's a guy. He's a football. I think he dog. Co- I think he has his own like kids football league. If any corrections, if you're listening and you want to correct me on that, it's at Chris Lock Fun. <laughs> That's nice of Snoop. I didn't know that. You know what I like? Um... More than smoking weed all the time every day. What? Wearing clothes with the leaf on it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like a bandana that's always greasy. Yeah. I also like wearing clothes that have like the Playboy logo. It's better than actually having sex. It's like being like advertising like, I'm into sex. Yeah. I like sex. I wear the sex perfume. (laughs) Sex cologne. It lets people know that I'm a sex guy yeah. and I'm interested in it. Yeah. If you have any sex around, let me know. You're, you got a good point. I think people should know before. I don't think I don't ever want to talk. I want everything to be on my clothes. Yeah, logos. Yeah. So when people are like, what are you into? I'll just point at my bandana and my scarf and they'll be like, sick. <laughs> yeah. But you should also. You're into looking at Playboy. <laughs> but you should also have a scarf that says, and what are you into as well? <laughs> just so you can like have the conversation. I'll just have a million scarves with conversation. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Now i got to re- wheel around a whole bag. Is Tell there anything else we should talk about that you do besides stop podcasting yourself for the people that no. for some reason might not know? No. I mean, I do, uh, you know, I... I <laughs> You're a writer. Yeah, I I co-wrote a book once. I put my pants on one leg at a time. I'm just a, your average guy. 
I, but uh, let me ask you this. What do you do with the other leg? Oh, <laughs> one leg at a time. <laughs> you put it on one leg at a time, and then I go outside with it still on that one leg. Yeah. <laughs> I put it on one leg at a time. I wait 20 minutes. <laughs> Um, uh, you know what? I put my I'm a I'm a man just like I'm a person just like you. I put my pants on one leg at a time. But honestly, I'm busy. It's yeah. hard to get that other leg in. Like when in when I'm I have in, time, I'll get around to it. Yeah, I'm answering messages with that one it leg. It is about legs and time. <laughs> but uh, I actually never pay attention to it. I wouldn't be surprised if I put my legs on my legs. I put my <laughs> pants on two legs at a time. I wouldn't be surprised if my legs are already in my pants, waiting to go. Or at least pajamas. Maybe I jump into pajamas. Do you? I, maybe I do. They're so springy. You know what? I jump out of whoa pants. Yeah, <laughs> you put them on the ground and you jump out. Yeah, and I like Playboy. Hello, ladies. <laughs> my thing at the moment is uh, I have two kids. One girl has her own room, and she's three years old. The other girl is about to turn one. She sleeps in our room in a crib, but she goes to bed four hours before us on a good night. Only two hours. (laughs) If I can get to bed by nine, we're golden. But uh, so now I like my belt makes too much noise and stuff. So I get I take my clothes off in the hallway, man. You know, I've totally been there. That's so funny. Yeah, I've had I've woken up in the morning and gone to the living room and be like, "Oh yeah. Got to collect all my clothes from the living room chair." Yeah, I totally know what you're saying. Uh and I want to say to the just like Homer. I want to say to the people listening to Dave and I bond over being dads. Yeah. And it's really nice because um, I hadn't even known you that well yet, but when Amy was just born, you gave me a book. Oh, or, yeah. Well, you asked for a book. A funny you? book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on how to be a dad. Uh, yeah. It was but you also gave me clothes for my baby that were not funny. No. <laughs> they uh, were functional. They were functional. Uh, yeah. uh, that was yeah. very nice. Thank you. I, I'm glad I could help. Because my wife is like so good at that and she has so many mom friends and i have yeah. no dad friends yeah like i except the ones that i see that are husbands of the, my wife's wife friends yeah, yeah so it's like i never get to like here's a tip is uh, these onesies uh, they don't go over the head so you don't if the baby's diaper explodes you don't have to have a mess over their head you spread it all over their face <laughs> see some people a lot of people listening don't know why we think that's so funny <laughs> Because they have no idea. Well, I mean, most onesies you can actually pull down over their shoulders and so yeah. you would never do that. But like, <laughs> if you can get one that snaps across the body, oh boy. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. So there's a lot of snaps. Does Amy still wear them? <laughs> still wear the ones I got <laughs> for when she was born? Now they're small enough that she wears them as earrings. Oh, okay. Yeah, we put a little hook through them. She puts them on one ear at a time. Yeah. I'm, she's like, I'm a person just like you. I put my pajamas on one hook at a time. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, but she does wear pajamas that are still like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, but, man, snaps. Yeah, but she's cool, man. She, she wears cool clothes. She wears jeans and sweaters and stuff. Oh, uh, we uh, we have so many jeans that Marco won't wear. Really? She just wants the... Uh, Sluggy like, stuff? Or, yeah, whatever. Cozy? Not cozy, but like stretchy. Stretchy pants. Yeah. Leggings. You know what? I think Amy probably... No, no. She wears jeans a lot. She does both, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She's stylish. She loves fashion. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just tell her what she is before, all her life until she... Yeah. It's like... I, you like fashion a lot. I always uh, say we, to her. We'll, 
We'll put on whatever. Like we'll clash stuff. I don't care. I, I like. I want people to look at me and be like, mm, "Did your dad dress you? Mm, oh, it looks like your dad dressed you. <laughs> yeah, because you're wearing some really crazy outfit." And then you're like, "Shut up!" And you push them. Yeah, I push. I've like <laughs> mostly it happens at around train tracks. <laughs> I push people onto the train track. What have I done? But um, <laughs> like after walking home with your child, <laughs> what have I done? Well. uh... I guess we're not going to catch the train. But you don't want to talk about any other business. What? That, I have no other. Like That's mostly it. It's it's spy. But what? Stop podcasting yourself. I didn't come here to plug anything. I came All here right. to talk about your favorite 70s movie. <laughs> I don't know yet. Oh, I didn't list, list anything. Yeah, but yeah. So like I, I went through... All the 70s movies, but I don't think I, any of them stuck with me other than like The French Connection. Maybe Chinatown. Oh, yeah. Chinatown. That's oh, delicious. What want... about Taxi Driver? No. <laughs> too, not, not for me. He's too much of a baby, right? <laughs> like, get over it. <laughs> taxi Driver? You, you're like, a wimp. I, I, I don't even get it as like a... You're not one of those guys that's like Godfather. Godfather 2. Oh, yeah. Godfather. Yeah. Oh boy, they make good. They make good movies. <laughs> Those Godfathers, they make a good movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about uh, Apocalypse Now? You like that one? Yeah, Apocalypse Now. That's re- good too. I'm reading a really good book right now called The Sympathizer. That's by a Vietnamese and slash American uh, author. And man, is he flipping all our North American like stereotypes of Vietnam like on its head. I really recommend it to everybody. It's called The Sympathizer. Did you watch the Ken Burns uh, Vietnam documentary series? No. It really flips it on its head as well. Really? Well, it's it gives everyone inside, and it's, it goes so in-depth, and it's like, I don't know, 12 hours or something. Yeah. Well, just one thing that I read recently that flipped me out was, like, we just know from Full Metal Jacket, that scene where the prostitutes, like, love you long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he actually breaks down how the American troops basically raided villages looking for young women to service their GIs. And they basically, going over there, created the prostitution business. But we just assumed that it was like, oh, good, they get to take advantage of the boys. Yeah. (laughs) But it was like, no, that was like, those people weren't like that before. Right. Is that? Uh, I don't know. It's in the book, all right? Okay. I'm not saying... I mean, I don't want to... Like, I guess I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's pretty rough. I go over there for my own tourism needs. <laughs> I mean, this was during the Vietnam War. Yo, yeah. So I'm not saying... It's ancient history. Now, no no <laughs> North Americans go over to Southeast Asia for sex. Yeah, they just... Yeah, just the picture of them on the beach, I guess. I've been to Vietnam uh, once... Well, then you already know more than me and, and this author. <laughs> more than this author. And yeah. it was fun. My my brother's wife is Vietnamese, so the wedding was over there. I really want to go. But it was no, there was no, um, we didn't do too much war stuff. Yeah, this is literally about the Vietnam War. Oh, they it's had... not about like Vietnam all the time. Right, right, right. <laughs> I should clarify. Like, if you're Vietnamese, you're just going to be like, what? I don't think so. They don't have anything about there about the Baskin Robbins I went to. <laughs> yeah, was there a Baskin Robbins? There? The only like Western food things they had were KFC and Baskin Robbins. Hmm. And there's a rumor that uh, Colonel Sanders they have KFC because Colonel Sanders looks like Ho Chi Minh. Whoa, is that true? I mean, no, probably. But the ru- but you've heard that. Yeah. Interesting. 
Ho Chi Minh. Yeah, I learned about him in this book. Oh, he's in the book? <laughs> yeah. He's like he says hi Chris in the book. Does the book have pictures? No. Oh, okay. They're they're in my mind. <laughs> That's what I like about books. All of a sudden pictures start happening in my mind. Oh yeah? <laughs> Um, did you ever... Uh... <laughs> this is the loosest, silliest. What? Do you like this one? Do you like this episode? No, let's start again. <laughs> uh, I feel so dumb when I start talking about... I'm reading this book and then I. it sounds like I'm dumb still. It doesn't matter that oh. I read a book or not. But aren't you so proud of yourself? No, I don't remember anything. How many books are... Do you... How many books... Someone online posted a picture of all the books they'd read this year. And it wasn't like astonishing. Yeah. But it was way more than I've read. How much was it? How many? I don't know. 20. Like mm-hmm. a book every two weeks. I'm a really slow reader and that... Yeah, it, I don't know if I've read 20, but I've read a lot more than 10. Oh, good. Yeah, I've probably read... Oh, boy. What's less than two? <laughs> <laughs> well, you have two kids. I know. You well, know, when I read at home is either when I'm on the subway. So sometimes when I have to go somewhere, I make sure I have time to take the subway instead of drive so that I can read. And then when everyone's asleep, I read in the bath for like an hour. Oh, I can't do that. Um, I, I I fall asleep. Like that's what reading does to me. It, it's if I yeah. read at night, it puts me to sleep. And I'm such a slow reader that like it's not really worth it to me to you know if like oh I only have ten minutes to read I'm not gonna I'm not gonna finish a chapter or whatever or like yeah uh, then uh, why bother? So I can't even like chip. Aw- I never chip away at a book. Yeah, but you're a smart man. So how do you get your knowledge? Faking it. I'm. F- I'm. F- I fake it. Oh, I'm nice. Not, I mean, I. I'm. I don't know if I'm a smart man, but I. I. I just always I assume a, everyone's like way smarter yeah, than me. Yeah, I have glasses and a smart voice. <laughs> <laughs> Did you graduate from uh, post secondary education? Magnum cum laude, baby. <laughs> Loudy. I'm a school dropout. That's why. I think I'm insecure about a, it. A what school dropout? Uh, Dalhousie f- after oh, one okay. year. No, I... Halifax. Yeah, I graduated. I went to U- the University of Victoria, and then I went to... There, now we get some real stuff. See how good I am? Yeah. Oh, wait, I just ruined it. <laughs> and then I went to Bozo Clown College. <laughs> Honk. Um, no, I went... Yeah. Uh, then I went to broadcasting school for two years. Yeah, there we go, because you. I know you work in broadcasting. Yeah, but you don't want to say. Well, I don't have. Or like, you don't think it's interesting. Well, I'm like a. Fr- fr- like, there's nothing that I can be like. Hey, check out my stuff. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, come to my office. Exactly. Like I worked at CBC for five years, and yeah. then I now I just do freelance things. Yeah. And so I, you know, you can't talk about the one freelance project you told me, eh? What was it? When we were oh in yeah no I guess not. That's it's, okay because it keeps getting pushed. Stay tuned. That's what yeah. I'll say to the listeners. Yeah. I mean, and I'm really not that involved in it. I'm just... But I want to say that when I did your live podcast in Toronto in the summer, whenever it was, mm-hmm. you were really complimentary about this podcast. So thank you very much. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you say things just to be nice. No, Chris. <laughs> oh. Your, fa- your face got well, so like, sad. <laughs> uh, it always looks like that. No, I think it's such... Like, it's we started our show... 10 years ago pretty much and yeah we didn't know you could have like a topic so we were right. like it didn't occur to us that like oh uh, we should just do true crime because that's all anyone cares about yeah right right so we'll we ours is just basically uh you know talking about our week yeah but uh, it's huge it's okay 
Um, it's great. It's not as huge as it would be if with true crime. That's true. But people uh, like crime. But like I was just when you're the idea for the show when you started it, I was like, wow, it's so brilliant. It's so simple. Yeah. But as the listeners can attest, it's hard to stay on that topic mm-hmm. most episodes. But uh, have you thought about your utopia at all? Oh boy! I mean, since you've been listening to the podcast and liking it, I always wondered what I would say when I was here. And now you're here, well, in a hotel room in Vancouver. Um, yeah, I think I just want it to be like I don't know, like eight degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Uh, that's, that's about <laughs> it. Eight degrees, and that is nice. That is a nice temp. And if it ever rains, uh, the law is you can't carry an umbrella while walking under an awning. Because <laughs> then you're pushing other people out from the awning. That and, is such a... that You know what? Don't throw that point away. That's huge. That is my... like. If that I, is a huge observation. If I was ever the mayor of Vancouver, that would be... It's rampant here. There's is it? Umbrella etiquette. Awning hogs? Awning... Like people who double up awning and umbrella. It's... it's it's just not fair. I've, you know what? This is really good rainy city politics that I never would have known from well, Toronto. Oh yeah, well, what's it in Toronto? Who's standing over the the subway heat vent? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We don't even have awnings. <laughs> um, you know I guess what? we have a few awnings, but it's not that big a deal. I guess not. No, yeah, it it rains here. I like I've lived yeah. here my whole life. Yeah. So my That's why you're stoned all the time. That's why I'm stoned all the time. That's why I wear these leafy, leafy shirts and pants. <laughs> all potly. All those Playboys. Tibetan sweaters you have? What sweaters? Like those Tibetan design Tibetan like mountain <laughs> sweaters. You know yes. what I mean? I thought you said depends. Sweaters. <laughs> depends sweaters in case my tits shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh God! I was trying to keep it all like it was just so nice, not dirty uh, episode. And but you know, now we're t- now tits tits. shit. Um, my wife who just got uh, some bras in the mail. She won't care that I mentioned that. <laughs> Maybe she will. Yeah, so did I. Uh, <laughs> and she uh, was. Uh, I heard her say, "Oh, I didn't even know this one was reversible." And in my mind, I was like, oh, "You can put it on your back." <laughs> but no, is the inside and inside out it's the same as outside in. Nice. Yeah. So picture that, fellas. Um so yeah. Um, so my utopia is like in terms of the climate, it's this. It's this one that I live in. Interesting. Where it's like I mean, so you like it sort of like well, the truth is... Downcast I, is the word? No, I Overcast? Don't know. Overcast? Uh, the truth is, I don't like heat. I'm downcast. <laughs> the weather is overcast. <laughs> the, yeah. I, I don't like heat, um, but I like a little bit of heat. The, I, I think what it is for me... I just want to say that you, um, to the people listening, you're wearing three shirts right now, and one of them is a full-on sweater. It's a cardigan, though. So oh, yeah, well, it's open, but then there's like two full shirts on underneath. Oh, Oh God! I've seen skin, <laughs> and uh, for me, so yeah, you like being snug in a chiller, I like being colder snug environment in a bug, like a bug in a rug. <laughs> I uh, like being st- stuffed into a bug. <laughs> I want to be stuffed into a bug burrito, <laughs> the, a burrito that a bug eats in uh, like uh, Starship Troopers. Was that mm. in the seven? Is that a seventies movie? Yeah, 
Everything in the 90s took place in the 70s. Yeah. Oh, boy. Tell me about it. The devil's haircut video. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like the 70s. <laughs> Good grab. Yeah, like that. Uh, I think <laughs> like was, everything Beck did? Yeah. And maybe, the Beastie Boys Maybe did. a couple of, uh, cake videos. It's weird. We made a joke, but it's kind of true. <laughs> that Luscious Jackson video where they're in the airport? Oh, my God. It's weird. That joke actually was totally true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, when we were doing Stop Podcasting Yourself the other day, I couldn't stop catching myself from... I noticed I was doing 90s references all the time. It makes me feel so old and stupid. Yeah. And obsolete. Like, yeah, definitely, it is now the thing where, like, the 70s were kitschy when I was in a teenager. And yeah. now, like, I guess the 90s are, and no, they told me it would happen to me, and I didn't believe them. But it's funny, because the 90s are kitschy. Dishwalla will never be uncool, Dad. <laughs> but yeah, it's kitschy or whatever. It's trendy. But there's a part of me that's like, what? I'm just wearing what I know that I like. Like, I don't really notice that it's throwback. Oh, do you... Are your clothes 90s? Maybe. I'm buying, like, new clothes, but it's I'm probably buying based on the flavors that I already like from when I was a teen. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's popular. What did you dress as as a teenager? Because there's... Well, it's like jeans and, you know, sneaker Like, those low-cut sneakers were hot when we were teens. Remember, like, Adidas Gazalis and yeah. Pumas and Vans and all that stuff? hoodies and it's same thing almost champion hoodies are back yeah but like none of them but here's the thing like those shoes never went i guess they sort of went out of style they kind of got like different styles come back they're just so functional but they never went away it was it wasn't like in 2003 it wasn't like i can't find pumas anymore yeah well pumas i don't know you those those pumas i'm thinking about from like 92 those would look weird now for sure no you're like, oh, I'm looking at your shoes. Were you wearing like super nice brown shoes? Yeah, I'm a fancy boy. Yeah, I'm wearing desert boots. I guess that's eighties. But like, I, it's timeless, dude. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what you're trying to tell me, right? I well, I, I like timeless fashions. <laughs> but there's stuff that's trending now that's modern that I could never get into. They're like like really long shirts. Mm-hmm. And I don't uh, get how you and, go to the bathroom with those. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm just peeing on my shirt again. <laughs> I just got to tuck it in. I, it's actually a Depends shirt. It's kind of cool. Speaking of Star Wars, people are starting to dress almost Star Wars-y. There is this sort of future thing going on. I have... I think I own two... And it's like monotone uh, or whatever. I, I, monochromatic. I think I have two pairs of pants that have a stripe down the side, like Han Solo. But it's hard to wear them because Han- it's like military or police really like or tuxedos like those are the only pants that have a stripe down the side yeah or well why do you have them because i want (laughs) i want them to work it's like you see a picture of something you're like oh that looks great and like i own a pair of white jeans and i'm like oh i saw a picture of a guy in white jeans wow that's a cool look but it's just a picture yeah and you can't imagine what it's like living your whole day in it oh my closet is full of like my eyes are bigger than my stomach type clothes. <laughs> and like, I, my thing is, if I ever wore white jeans, it'd be like, you, or like before I ever put them on, I'm like, I can't do it today because like, imagine the worst thing that could happen today. Even like you get in a car crash or like just a fender bender, but you're at the side of the road ex- exchanging insurance information and you're like, look at me in my dumb white jeans. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's just like, just like an a, awkward, a minor interaction interaction. And you're just like, ugh. I feel like also with white jeans, it's like you would never shit your pants in a million years. 
But then for some... I think in a million years you would. <laughs> yeah, maybe in a million years you would. If I was 900,000 years old, I'd be shitting my pants The odds are usually low that you would. But there's something about like um, tempting fate with white pants. Yeah, I mean... Where you're like, something weird's going to happen. I would... Yeah, I wouldn't mind... When my balls start bleeding. I wouldn't mind if like I wore them... It's the thing of like breaking them in enough that like they kind of get like some blemishes on them yeah but you i won't i don't want to go through that uh i'm not worried about shitting my pants christopher (laughs) uh but like i'd be uh uh, you know it'd be cool to get like motor oil on them (laughs) when i'm working on (laughs) that'd be cool when i'm working on my dirt bike yeah you have like a few dirt bikes right i'm a dirt bike i well do you read dirt bike aficionado um i don't know no i read dirt bike world oh uh, okay yeah no yeah. i'm on if you're think, at, if you're yeah. in a um a hudson news at the airport pick up dirt bike aficionado i can't believe you just called it hudson news that's totally what they're called and i never <laughs> would ever remember it was, it's weird sometimes you go to there's like an in, in <laughs> la <laughs> i think it's the la airport there's like there's like a CNN store. Like, it's not called Hudson News. It's the CNN store. Yeah. And then up with the other end of the terminal, it's the MSNBC store. Ugh. I don't... What is going to happen? We... I guess... Uh, I'm just thinking of the Disney uh, Fox thing. That's crazy. I think it's cool. And then also... Yeah, I think... I, I'm... Uh, I'm I like to embrace things that are, everyone else is down on. I would like to have just one world leader yes. dictating everything, to yeah. be honest. I, I, and I just like to wear overalls every day. The same ones. Mm-hmm. Or like, what are those? Coveralls. Sure. You know what I mean? Have you worn them? I would like to wear them. Yeah, I've worn coveralls. I've if I could wear that every day and then just march to and from work. I feel that'd like... That would be the life for me. I worry... I. I <laughs> and then and then TV screens with Mickey Mouse are ordering me around. Do you? That's do you, what I want. Do you? Does the crotch and shoulders interact in those? Like if you right when you're like hailing a, ta- a cab, you yeah. cut your balls in half. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I want to do? Speaking of seventies movies, mm-hmm. remember in the beginning of Carrie when she's like crying and then bleeding, and then everyone's like, "It's your period, you idiot." <laughs> <laughs> no one told you, right? Yeah. What do you have? A weird mom. <laughs> Stephen King's just writing that on a typewriter. <laughs> I know everything about periods. Yeah, he's like, I need to expand on this a bit. Um, you ever think? But I want to do a remake of that. But I'm Stephen King knows more about periods than you do. Yeah, I think, no, I don't know. Yeah, well, he definitely like he knew how to make it scary. <laughs> well, yeah, he's got you there. Stephen King's better at making everything scary more than I am. <laughs> Uh, you, uh, you were saying I sorry I interrupted you but uh, wouldn't that be nice to make a remake with me at my age now 39 but it's in a high school gym in a shower <laughs> and then uh, I start crying and there's blood on the uh, gathering by the drain and then everyone comes in and uh, they don't know what to explain to me because my balls are just bleeding and it's <laughs> 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 like teenage boys it's everybody. Everybody that I don't want to see that happening. Oh, sure. Like your old bullies from school. and Yeah. And I'm like, what is happening? Girls, you I have a weird on. mom. Can someone explain this? And everyone's like, no. But you better not. Don't come to prom. Do not come to prom yeah. this year. We're, we're, everyone's going to pour blood on you. Yeah. Because of. Oh, so like that. that's the weirdest part of Carrie, too. Speaking of 70s movies again. 
is when they do dump the blood on her at the end of the prom, they all scream, call back. <laughs> From before. <laughs> Remember you and blood? <laughs> it's with you always. Also, you have a weird mom. Yeah. Weird mom. I actually have not seen that movie. But you know all I, the I don't know You the, know all the beats. I know those two beats. I don't know about the mom. She's weird. But Carrie's weird because her mom's weird. Her mom's this weird, repressed, uh, fundamentalist Christian person, I think. Uber religious. Did you say Christian? Christian. Okay. I pronounce the I in everything. Okay. There's no I in team. Yes, there is. <laughs> T-I. T-I. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is, you fool. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. She's weird. And she made Carrie weird. She, like, kept her Sissy Spacek was a... She, yeah, she seems weird. She can do weird. Uh, the other was she a teenager when I was hanging out with her? That? She was fine. <laughs> was she a teenager when she made that? Or was she like 30 playing a teenager? I think she was 30. Um, the bush was huge. Oh, my God. That's such a terrible joke. <laughs> I'm totally joking. Oh, can we cut that out? <laughs> I actually don't even think you see her nude like that. Um, do you... <laughs> Uh, you know who would have been, weird. and that uh, that also was that joke was stupid because it is it made me look like I assume bushes keep growing and growing the older you get. Oh, I did. Oh, you I, didn't even get what I was I saying. Didn't get oh my god! I so, assume they do though. I guess they do. You got to trim them. Have you been to the uh, men's change room at the YMCA? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. It's a lot of old <laughs> old big ones, big old bushes. There's men that wear that don't wear anything in the showers, uh-huh. and then there's men that wear um, their bathing suit. Yeah, there's. Uh, <laughs> I, but I find the older you get, the less, the less the that they care. Yeah, or I think it's really just like two or three times in the change room. You're like, ah, oh, who cares? It's weird when you go to the YMCA and you're using the shower, and you're in your bathing suit, and then a bunch of nude men come up to you and go, "Why are you wearing that? Take it off." <laughs> Uh, that that and, part bugs and me. And then you're like, it's because my balls are bleeding. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, go away, boys. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Uh, <laughs> that sounds, I keep like, it sounds like I've inferred crazier things than I am. I just want it to be a stupid joke. Yeah. No, um, I think if people are, if anyone's listening, they think, uh, this, go away, boys. This is stupid. <laughs> that made it scary, though. Okay. No, no. You didn't. It, it wasn't scary. No, what? I can make it scary, though. Okay. Watch. <laughs> go away boys there's, <laughs> there's, there's nothing to see here I think we need another take go give, <laughs> give me give me like sort of a like do you need gravitas no I need to know I need to that, like to feel like maybe there's a demon inside you we haven't talked about your utopia at all I know oh a demon inside me <laughs> go away boys like a real demon or like a sophisticated demon <laughs> <laughs> play it like there's layers to your character you idiot like that? Yeah. <laughs> Go away, boys. You know who would have done a, an even weirder carry? Willem Dafoe. <laughs> have you seen that video of him dancing naked? Is there one? Yeah. I From know. like the 70s or 80s. I want to see Andy Christ. Apparently, he gets his balls ha- nailed, hammered, and stuff. You want to see that? Yeah. How long is it? Is it special effects or is it just a real guy's dick getting <laughs> you want, smashed? You want to see it, but it came out 10 years ago? Yeah. Did you see it? No. Is it Was it Lars von Trier's? Yeah. No, I only saw one Lars von Trier movie. Dancer in the Dark? No. Uh, Dogville. And every single nerve in my body was rattling at the end of that movie. So I can't imagine what these crazier movies by him are like. I don't know if I've seen any of them. He's crazy. 
I I'm I only see Uwe Boll movies. Oh, that's the guy with the mole on above his eye. I don't know. No, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> He's a guy who makes like bad like CGI movies that they shoot here in Vancouver. Yeah, I've heard his name. Um, so my utopia, you know who oh, yeah. weirder is? Um, oh yeah, uh, Shelley Duvall. She, whenever I think, I love her. Whenever I think Sissy, or I hear Sissy Spacek, I think Shelley Duvall. I love, though they were in a movie together. Oh, yeah. Called Three Women. And it's a, oh, there's a, oh my God. Now we're opening a Pandora's box of 70s movies. Robert Altman. Bobby Alts. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, the originator of alt right films. <laughs> but it was, in the 70s, it was a play on everything's all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, Robert Altman. Ooh, but yeah, Three Women is one of my wife's favorite movies, and it's really weird. And those two are really weird together, and, it, and it's delicious. If you want to see a weird Robert Altman movie, check out Popeye. Yeah. Whoa. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. So my utopia <laughs> is sort of what you would see, what you picture in a Popeye comic. <laughs> were they comics? Or no, they were. They were like they were comics. I, I, Everyone's eating a hamburger. They're on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my my utopia is like eating a hamburger on a boat. My forearms turn into uh, steam trains. <laughs> um, so so far, where we are with my utopia yeah. is the climate is nice, but we're not <laughs> there yet because the just, climate is like what it's like out this window right now. Yeah, but this is like the usual spe- suspects of a utopia. To you be know episode. what it is for me is the uh, I don't like. I like a little bit of variety. I would like all the seasons to be half as long. I would. I like. Yeah, I'm, by that's the time, good. By the time we're at the end of summer, I'm like enough of this. Yeah, I that's ju- good. I want like everything cut in half. Like I, uh, you know, if you have snow on the ground for three weeks, you only have it for a week and a half. What about this? No one's ever suggested this the whole time I've been doing this thing. What if you just select a season each morning when you wake up? Bleep bloop. <laughs> Everything's gonna be bleep bloop soon enough. Hmm. But like, who selects it? You. I do. Yeah. For everyone. I don't know. That's the hard part. Because that's the thing about a utopia is you're like, you guys like this? Am I in charge of this? Like, does everyone like my utopia? Yeah, I know. Is this hell for you people? Well, the very first episode, uh, Tim Gilbert was the uh, definitely the master of all the people. Oh yeah. No one else has said that since. Everyone tries to be delicate and nice, but you can own it. You can be like. Summer day boys, you know, just enforce that on them. I know, I. But you know what? I, How would you feel about that? I don't think I'd like that. Not not the enforcing. I'd love to. I like. I want to push people around. Yeah. But I kind of like seeing the forecast. I like knowing <laughs> that, like three days from now, this is the weather, and I right. can plan my outfit around it: white jeans, <laughs> underneath <laughs> my coveralls. Right. Then you don't have to go to the basement and get. Like the jacket of the yeah. trunk. Yeah. Do you have a trunk? No. We. I have uh, some plastic bags. <laughs> Got to get a trunk. Well, like zip-up bags. You like... ever travel on a train with a trunk across the country? I was hoping for more T-words. Travel on a train with a trunk <laughs> to Tripoli. Uh, to, to Toronto? <laughs> Tripoli. Oh, uh, yeah. More TR words. Play a trumpet? Yeah. Um, I played trombone. Yeah, I played trombone. Uh, but to be honest, I played by... I, I faked it. What do you mean? 
the uh, I would imitate what the other horns were doing, and then the teacher would be like, "That's not what the trombone's supposed to do." And I'm like, "Ah, whatever." Was there only one trombone? There were three. Oh, okay, I but was really I was not doing anything. I didn't you... read music, nothing. I faked it for like four years. <laughs> As a, like a middle schooler? Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, it's and really... like for two years in high school. <laughs> But what? <laughs> like, could you not have been do- like? That's a that w- is a. I can look. That's a huge shame. I can look back on that. I'm very embarrassed that I f- didn't even bother to learn the trombone, and I was playing it for four years. But also, like, as a uh, before you're an adult, yeah, you don't realize that you have options. Like, yeah, you you probably didn't have to play the trombone for four years. You could have been like, oh, I maybe I'll just take woodshop or something. I don't know why I was doing it. Woodshop, I would have cut my ha- hands off. Well, home ec or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> home ec, I would have eaten rotten food and died. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing trombone to stay alive. <laughs> I'm faking trombone to stay alive. Please, sir. It's all I have. Yeah. I do like just wh- let me and my family when I play the trombone. When pretend to play the trombone. We did a prenatal class. The the doula who was teaching it was at the mm-hmm. very end. She's like, anyway, you're gonna love having kids, and uh, uh, you get a, a. It's like having a, a second childhood. And I'm like, what? That no one had ever said that to me. She said it so quickly at the end. Yeah, and I was like, oh, and it's like, tr- it's true in good ways and bad ways. Yeah, where you're like, oh, this we are just. Killing time before bed right now. Yeah. Sometimes. And then sometimes it's like you discover a brand new thing and it's wonderful. But yeah. But they're um Yeah, I want to know more of the negative ones. Right now No, you know what? This is a sad, candid thing to admit. Because yeah, the amount of joy is incredible. The amount of love is inexplicable like you can't even explain it to anybody. It's in- it's amazing and incredible as well. Sometimes I don't know what to do with my daughter. I'm just sitting there like, e- you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I know everything. What do you need? Like, I don't know what to do. She's just, but she's fine. She'll probably find something and play with it and yeah. do stuff. Well, I'm also like, but is that sort of what you mean? Like that you're like, well, yeah, we can't cause you can't do what you really want to do, but you also don't know what to do with her. Well, you also, but like you can't do like, uh, like, the first, I mean, I have nieces and nephews, so I was a little bit prepared for this. But I remember when I had my first, my brother had his kid for the first year. She got so many Christmas presents. And like a one-year-old doesn't know what Christmas is. Yeah. They don't, uh, they can't fathom all these presents that are coming. Like th- up till now, toys just enter their life or they disappear. Yeah. Like nothing's really that permanent. And they don't have the stamina to like open more, more than two things. Like, yeah, we. I remember the first Christmas I had a niece. We she opened two presents, and then we were like, "All right, I guess we'll open another one tomorrow because it's done." Yeah, it's yeah. So it's like it's hard to. I I find myself often trying to put myself in my kids' shoes or trying to remember what my parents did. Like yeah, and I can't like I just can't remember, you know, a twenty four hour stretch. From, I know from thirty five years ago. It's so crazy. Yeah, like I remember I watched. I, I remember the feeling of thinking that, like, I remember a little kid feeling of thinking that time goes on forever. <laughs> and now it's like that's insane. I I run out of time every day. Oh, 
Uh, yeah, totally. But uh, but but when we were a kid, like a day was a week, a week was a month. You're yeah, you're nothing's happening. You're you're constantly waiting for other people to do stuff. Yeah. It's um Yeah, well, Amy was 9 months old for la- uh, last Christmas and we were all like trying to be like this is uh, anyways. <laughs> like, you know, it's like we're we we're fully aware that we're being stupid by trying to even make it a thing. Right. But now she's she still she's still she understands everything now. Now she's still like we're like Christmas is coming, you know what that is? And then she's like Halloween and we're like sort of but Santa's at this one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we, uh, my daughter. Now she's getting into Santa and like, she loves the tree and stuff. My daughter has this Halloween book and last night, like she doesn't know, like she doesn't care that Halloween's over. Cause frankly, is it, <laughs> she can dress, <laughs> dress however she wants every day. Yeah. It's Christmas time. There's candy all the time. <laughs> uh, but she's, uh, so she wants to, you know, read this Halloween book. And I was like, yes. And this is a book we were reading at Halloween time. And what time is it right now? And she was like. Nighttime. <laughs> well, you know, we'll try again. Yeah, my daughter loves Halloween. She loves pumpkins. She likes witches and ghosts. It's cool. If in my utopia would we have Halloween? That's an interesting question. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're running out of time, and all we got right now is like moderate temperature. <laughs> but I don't blame. Oh, and the awning people get killed. No. Well, the- they don't even get killed. Well, there's got to be a fine or something. Oh, in my <laughs> utopia, a fine for you hogs of the army. Well, we got to start somewhere. We're not starting with killing people. Give me someone crazy. Oh, What's okay. your craziest thing? In my utopia? Yeah. Um, uh, nobody's allowed to make fun of how good I am at rapping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always the coolest. I always have the best taste. Oh no one God. makes fun of the things I like. Can you rap really well? Of course. Do it. Oh, right now? Mario, Wario, Waluigi. Everybody knows that I love Luigi. Oh, man. That was really good. That's my impression of someone in your utopia. Pretty good, dude. My windshield is dirty. Go and grab a squeegee. Hey, what's up? My name's Luigi. Hey, what's up? I love Luigi. I ri- I didn't rhyme Luigi with Luigi. I rhymed it with Waluigi. Oh, right. Different words. Right, the bad version of Luigi. Yeah, the bad Luigi. Are you a video game guy? Um, No. I mean, Me I, neither. Used, I used to play video games before I had children, but I only played the sports games and I only played by myself. Like, I was never... I never wanted to, like... Snipe a dude. Yeah. We're going to quest. I went out for wings with Ivan Decker after the show last night, and he was really animatedly talking about some video games. And I was like, "Oh, I forgot that this could happen." I, that's the one thing I kind of fantasize about. Like, like, oh, if my kids went away for a week, yeah, <laughs> I would plug in the old Xbox and just play a game. Yeah, God. Well, I bu- that's the thing. I bu- I bought a, I actually got like um a golf game for my ps4 which i only use as a dvd player basically (laughs) and uh and netflix machine and uh because i thought if the more i play the game of golf when i can't play real golf at least i'll have it in my mind and i'll get better at golf right weird way weirdly 
and then I will be able to bond with my dad. Do you play real golf? I'm starting to. He's uh, my stepdad's a really good golfer, and so I like the idea of like being like, look, I can try, but I'm not good. I'm I am terrible, but I have. I've only played like once as an adult, but like I played, yeah. You know, I would go to pitch and putt a couple times a year as a kid, and then just stopped. And like that was a, I f- think that's a big mistake because like it's so the skills of golf is so valuable now, and it's also just like people. Uh, when I was a kid, I it was something that only old men did. Yeah, like you would get you like you'd get a golf mug when you retired, but now yeah. everyone like my age does it. Yeah, because. You don't want to be horrendous at the old age when you can do exactly. it more. Like, it's weird. Like, it's like, like I started, I guess, when I was like 37, 38, and my dad was totally like, yeah, start now. Cause I didn't start till like 45, 50. And, but he's really good. He's a natural athlete. This is weird that it just went right into golf. Oh, but the main thing I wanted to say was having like a wife and daughter at home. Yeah. And then you're sitting there on the couch being like, Come on, like trying to play a I know, game. I don't. I don't get. Like, I don't understand that. I. I've I could seen, never do that in a I've million seen years. Pictures of or like posts online about like, here's what you know. Here's how how to be a dad and a gamer. I'm like, what? Just be a dad. Yeah, it's hard. Well, even like if they're not around when I'm playing a game, there's a part of me in my mind that's like, you could be doing something exactly. else. Like, what is this? I, I get that, I like, don't get how it's functional. But it's also, like, I understand that, like... I've used the word functional three times this podcast. And that's great, Chris. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I cut you off. But it's, it's great to, like, have a thing that you can blow off steam with. Uh, so I get it from that thing. But for me, like, even when I was younger, even before I had anything, <laughs> I would be like... Oh, I, I played one hour too much of this video game. Yeah. And I feel like garbage and I'm, you know, 17. Oh, yeah. There was one whole sunny, warm, beautiful summer where I stayed inside looking at Mario the whole time. That's so stupid. <laughs> but now you look Super like Mario. Mario. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> God, I actually referenced that in the show last night. And the audience went ballistic. Oh, I'm like, they're, like is, they were waiting for it? They were like, wow, nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I said I look like some sort of Mario brother. What do you think? Like, that's a, uh, a, a thing that a lot of comedians do, but it's also like sort of people, I think it's kind of frowned upon. Because it's like an easy laugh to be like, oh, I look like if so-and-so and so-and-so it's, had a I'm baby. Like, I'm not that hard on those kind of jokes, unless you're like trying to make your whole career on those kind of jokes but the thing is is like when you're stand-up and you're introducing yourself to a brand new big audience that doesn't know who you are a couple of those jokes are sort of like um the icebreakers it's like oh he knows what i'm looking at he knows like what i can see and it's sort of like elephant in the room type of stuff yeah you know and then they trust you more. You know what you And then do. you go on and start talking about weirder stuff. You can talk. You start with Mario, then you go Wario, then Waluigi. Everybody yeah. knows that I love Luigi. <laughs> yeah. Why is this water expensive? It came from Fiji. <laughs> you know what? This is not your utopia. What? <laughs> I need you to stop. 
It's not just the rap. It's not the words. It's the intonation. <laughs> you rap like how I picture Doctor Strange rapping. Who's that? <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch's character in the Marvel Universe. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh. Let's see. Step into this time portal. Okay. Do we, like? Is there? Can I? I wonder how. Yeah. Which, rail what, off some utopia. What, what's the fastest anyone's done a utopia? I want to be. I want to win fastest utopia. Five minutes. Oh, I'm going to do it in thirty seconds. I'll count it. I'll count. <laughs> the biggest yawn <laughs> from the guy who woke up at six a.m. to go see Star Wars. Uh, my tea is wearing out. Okay, I'm going to count t- it yeah, down. Yeah, your T-shirt is wearing out. It's, my, oh. it's, you know what? I'm going to go walk to Robson and try and buy a shirt if you're walking that direction after. Sure. How casual is this podcast? Where are you going to go? <laughs> you know, if you honestly just be, uh I don't know, there's like clothing stores down there. Yeah, yeah. So one of those. Is there is there a J Crew in Vancouver? Oh, there's J Crew there. For men? Yeah. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Cuz I went to the mall and it was just for women. women. Yeah. I didn't know that. These are the things I need to learn about your towns okay. when I come to them, people. Here we go. Utopia. <laughs> one. Stores Two. have a men's section Three. and a women's <laughs> section. <laughs> but it's very Six. clearly marked. So Seven. you don't walk in the wrong side Eight. and you're like trying on a scarf Nine. and they're like, that's a lady's Ten. scarf. And like, <laughs> but I, okay. And then <laughs> I'm good at rapping. 14. And then <laughs> the weather's great 16. and people are 17. happy. And 18, there's also, 19, like, 20, <laughs> the world is much bigger. And so it's not so crowded. Really? But also, everyone's penis is falling off. So we won't, won't have, like, a crisis of too many people. But also, my penis hasn't fallen off. It's great. 30. Whoa! 30-second <laughs> utopia. 30-second utopia. That was amazing. <laughs> of course, it, in a panic, it ends with, my penis is great. And it's the king of all penises. <laughs> but only by the <laughs> fact that everyone else's has fallen off. I know. Like, you've killed everyone's penis, and then you're like, wait, I still want mine! And I guess well, there are some. There's still some penises. They're just on the ground, but not it's attached like, to anybody. It's just like there's not, there, uh, the, there's not a population crisis. Uh, <laughs> so that's how I solve the population crisis, is a lot of penises fall off. You know what uh, no one's ever said for some reason? Uh, <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, my utopia is penises falling like rain. <laughs> I don't know why no one's ever said that. It's rain and schlongs. Yeah. Um, dink. Uh, oh, literally says the word dink when it hits you on You're the You're going to want awnings in that case. I know a good way of population control. Cut off all the dicks. <laughs> Not mine, though. <laughs> hey, do you think this is a hacky comedy thing when someone says what they look like? Anyway, <laughs> I got Cut a great dick. <laughs> no, but the thing is, is like there. Okay, there are cliches about stand up. Yeah, that suck, and it's easy to make fun of. But it's like everything. The cliches came from somewhere. Yeah, they were like fu- they functional. What would I? What would I look like? Well, well like I was never able to do that as a stand up. You're like I know what you're thinking. Um what is uh, Doctor Strange trying to go incognito today at the fruit market? <laughs> <laughs> that sucks that you don't even know who Doctor Strange is. I know who Benedict Cumberbatch is. He yeah. was in the Imitation Game. Uh, that's the one with the old machine, right? <laughs> yep, they had to crank up the old machine. 
I love that movie. I watched it on a show on a screen. Tell me, um, ask me what you what I what it's about. What's it about? He's really good at working the machine, mm-hmm. and then uh, he uh, that helps him get Germany. Yeah. Although at the end, his penis falls off. Yeah. In a way. And he's like, I'm fine. We're not fine though. Yeah. He imitates it. He imitates and <laughs> he imitates his penis falling <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> I think it would sound a little something like this. <laughs> the imitation game is just, yeah, a shitty movie about charades. <laughs> about no, it's like a guy who is like, oh boy, if Doctor Strange and uh, Sherlock had a baby, I think he'd sound a little something like this. Oh, but I need the <laughs> computator. <laughs> Elementary, my dear Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself today. Uh, um, this is a good one, right? Show right at Utopia to me on Twitter and say it was a good one. Do you guys have a stop podcasting yourself Twitter handle on its own? We now do. Yeah, it's but it doesn't have as many followers as you, right? No, me neither. It drives me nuts. Just follow the podcast. Do you, do you have more podcast listeners than? followers of yourself mm, i don't know i have a lot of podcast listeners yeah mm. no not maybe i don't know i mean you can, but like not counting the nathan fielder episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the only one that's been listened to to be honest <laughs> i don't know why too um good god this podcast is like basically like hey look what nathan's friend is doing the guy from that video from 10 years ago that's what this podcast should be called uh no, you know what? Most episodes get a lot of listens. Very good. Good. His is obviously insanely popular, but uh, we have regular a lot of regular listeners. I think the one our most popular one is the one when Dracula was on. Was it real Dracula? Yeah, yeah, we had real. Or was Dracula. it Nathan Fielder as Dracula? No. How was it Dracula? We got Dracula. Dra- Dracula came on the show. We, <laughs> it was weird. It's like. It, you know, it's so weird if you ever book something through a publicist, you never know who's going to show up. Or like, if they, oh, we I thought it was we were going to Skype. The, the publicist just goes, when you hear the doorbell, open it. That's your guest. <laughs> invite him in, though. You got to invite him in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you know what? It was Dragula. It was Rob Zombie's Dragula. Oh, that's why. Rob yeah. Zombie is way more popular than Dracula? Bram Stoker's Dracula. No. Yeah. I think Dracula's still big. Do you think Dracula's big? Top five vampires today, yeah. Dracula's there. Oh, I would have said Dracula. Oh, Rob Zombie's Dracula? Is it a Dracula? What is Dracula? It's I, a car that's a monster. Yeah. It digs through the ditches and burns through the witches and slams in the back of his Dracula. Is that what he says? I think those are the lyrics. Slams like... I don't know. Oh, I, don't, I, I think I know. I never really dissected it. And I'm not sure that's the word. Doesn't um, Meatloaf, I almost called him Meatball, doesn't Meatloaf have a song about slamming by the hood of his car or something? Yeah. By the dashboard? Paradise by the dashboard. Could you imagine Meatloaf trying to have sex in any type of car? (laughs) That song does not work for me. I mean, Paradise by the, yeah, right, I say to the radio. In the song, do they end up having sex? 
I don't know what the song. So is he trying? And she's like, "This is not gonna work." Well, he's like, "She's like, let me sleep on it." Oh yeah. And he's like, "I'm gonna love you forever." And she's like, "Let me sleep on it." And he's like, "I'm gonna love you forever." So he's like harassing her. Oh yeah. It's it's all. She wants him to make a vow for the rest of his life. Uh, I think Meatloaf should change his name to Meathead, if you ask me. Thank you. And then they're they're getting hot and heavy, and they're playing, and they play a little like uh, baseball announcer. Imagine I went up to ladies at the bar, and I'm like, "Hey, ladies, I'm an ally because I think Meatloaf should change his name to Meathead." And they're like, "All right, hashtag Me Too." <laughs> oh Meat too. Meat head. <laughs> Did I get that right? Meat? Ooh. Meatloaf, if you're listening, I bet you're a good guy. <laughs> I don't think he is. He's not? I think he's a bad guy. Well, he said I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. So someone was pushing him in that's a true. certain direction at one point. But it was so uh, that's no excuse for being a bad guy. I think he was a bad guy originally. Yeah. Uh, you know, trying to get that lady to go through all the bases <laughs> in the, in a car, in a car. Where she, you feel trapped in and a car. She had to stop right there. She had to say stop right there. Well, that's from the album called Huge Bat Out of Hell. Yeah, the very big bat. Um, and then, neat bat. But I think he's like a politi- politically a bad guy. Is man. he for real? I think he's a Trumpo. Fucking hell! What yeah. is with these oh, ancient this, trogs? Uh, this, I'm sorry. I know a lot of your listeners are Trump. Yeah, guys, and Trump players. There, you have a lot of alt right listeners, yeah. mostly because they like the movies of Robert Altman. <laughs> you're really yeah. See, this is like so. This is my 81st episode. Oh yeah, but you're on what with uh, 500? And, I think you were 511, maybe. Yeah, yeah. See, your skills of uh, calling back. Oh, in an boy. episode. It's, it's the, insane. It's the only currency there is in podcasting. <laughs> it's the Bitcoin of podcasting. <laughs> Can we talk about Bitcoin? Because in my utopia, it's the currency. <laughs> but it's an actual physical currency. In my utopia, the currency is Zcash. <laughs> Zcash. You'll see. In your utopia, are you rich? Um, No. There's no money. Oh. Everything is plentiful. Well, yeah, that... Boy, <laughs> must be nice. Yeah. Boobs grow on trees, and then so do guns, so I can kill myself because of all my shame for trying to grab a boob. And for me, um, off a tree, I should say. Wieners fall off. <laughs> wieners fall off, and guns grow there. Uh, I don't know if we have many guns. Just like six guns. Yeah, my utopia. And the strongest, meanest guys have them. <laughs> In my utopia, there's no boobs, no guns, there's nothing. I just learn my lesson. <laughs> there's no boobs. Has anyone's utopia? I really just sit had there no thinking about what I've done. <laughs> uh, in my uh, utopia, everyone asks, "Is this, is this utopia all right? Uh, what were other people's utopias like?" <laughs> In my utopia, it's eight degrees. Eight degrees is my optimal temperature. Yeah. I can wear a coat, or if I'm just going to the car, it's not bad. Yeah, but like, it's also eight degrees in a mall. Like, you don't go in a yeah. mall and you're like, oh, it's too hot now. In my utopia, you can hear exotic birds and monkeys everywhere, but you never see them. <laughs> it's true. You see their leavings. <laughs> yeah. Tons of animal shit, but I hate animals. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like this. This is about, oh, we should have started the episode. Wait, this is like parodying my podcast is better. 
You should do that um, as a one-man show. I think that uh, Chris Hardwick should do a talking utopia to oh, me thank you. show, right? That's a great idea. Like I'm after glad- this podcast comes out, I should go talk about it for an hour with him, right? Mm-hmm. And you. And everyone. Oh, I can come, thanks. Yeah. And some people from The Walking Dead. Do they still do, <laughs> do they still do Talking Dead? They do Talking Dead, but they also do like Talking Better Call Saul. Talking Saul? Yeah. Sulking Saul. Uh ta- they, yeah, yeah, they started talking bad at the end of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Is it all Chris Hardwick? Yeah. He's like a stand-up that turned into just like a show promoter. But he's a good. He's like, he's good at it. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. He's an inspiration because he, if you guys don't know, listening, you probably know him more than me. <laughs> but the thing is, is he lost a million tons of weight and got his act together by quitting drinking and getting into exercise, which is sort of... What I've been trying to do for the last three years, <laughs> but do you? So I'm inspired, but it doesn't mean I'm like on the right path all the time. But like, have you quit drinking? For the most part, yeah. Oh, okay. Last night I really wanted a beer after the show because it was a huge celebration. It was a great show, and I did. And I last minute got the uh, soda water with lime. Yeah, it's I like I I find it so strange when someone's like, or like it's such a like a weird language turn when someone's like, oh, I quit drinking, but like. When people weren't didn't have a drinking problem, they're just like, yeah, uh, or like the whatever, however you define your own problem. I feel like, yeah, I was a casual drinker, but in our society, casual drinking still means like two a day. Oh, a day, (laughs) but like almost, almost, you know what I mean, or two or three, and then you're like, because especially in comedy, yeah, and then yeah, you just you're fat and you're tired all the time. I mean, maybe not when you're younger, but now when you're like a dad, it seems really stupid. I can't like I is this the lamest of like yeah, podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're a dad, you can't have fun. I can't finish a can of beer now. Like it's gross. It's it's someone People should talk more about how beer is gross. It it's is. literally sludge. It is really gross. Like it's this. It's a weird beige wheat water that you yeah. drink. Yeah, beer is like literally like liquid donuts. <laughs> That's what it tastes like to me. Well, but that like, sounds good from the floor. Uh, floor like donuts. it was scooped up from like I don't know a wet floor or something. I don't know. I don't know, like. <laughs> I feel okay. This is going to be a weird, controversial thing to say. Uh oh. Okay. Here we go. I hope people have made it this long in the podcast to get a hot take. Mm -hmm. But video games are cool. I feel like more than half of the men that love drinking beer are only acting like they love it because of society. Um, I don't know if it's more than half, but there's definitely like a good quarter are faking it. There is definitely something to like with beer and with wine and coffee. Like, you know, this stuff, the stuff, there's a reason you wouldn't have touched this when you were a kid. Yeah. Like, there, there's a reason you thought this tastes gross the first time you touched it. Yeah. It's because it's, it doesn't taste good. Like, you have to kill a certain amount of the taste buds. Yeah. Yeah. God. But you know what? Like, I, I'm all, but I'm, I'm, I just went, I just had a flashback of, trying everything like as a teen and being like what the hell or like even younger yeah um the uh but i'm also like i've switched it the other way where everything like i would i would eat 
every sugared cereal for breakfast. Yeah. Like, what, I, like if I could get corn pops or cinnamon toast crunch or Frosted Flakes or Fruit Loops, I would, I, I would, sometimes I would mix them. And like, I just wanted that sweetness. And now I can't do that. So something has changed in my Yeah, your chemistry. body changes. Yeah. It's almost like an uncontrollable defense mechanism where your, your taste, what your body can handle changes. So they're like, no, no, you need to protect people. You can't be like a hunk of shit that's like sleeping all the time and depressed. Because drinking and sugary stuff makes you like depressed. Like huge. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, at my therapist, I was like, I cut out drinking for a month and I feel really like so much better. I'm not depressed anymore. And she was like, um, really? I'd like you to be a little depressed. Yeah, she was like, please come back. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to prescribe not drinking. Uh. <laughs> We were going to work up to that. But I can't believe I said that. I hope she doesn't listen, but it's true. If if you found out your therapist listened to this, would you feel weird if she gave you an extra bill? <laughs> she was like, I actually sat through another hour and 15 minutes of this, so. Yeah. And, and then sent me a little bill, too. Yeah. Oh, man, therapists must hate podcasts. Yeah, because we work things out without them. Well, no, especially this one. Just because it's like they listen; they have to shut up and listen to other people talk all day long. Well, I asked her, "Do you go to a therapist yourself?" And she said, "Yeah, I think they all do. It's like required of the job." Oh yeah, I think. Uh, well, it's like you go see stand-up comedy. No, I don't. <laughs> do you have, uh, instead of watching stand-up comedy, I go to therapy. That's <laughs> have you ever gone because of stand-up? Have comedy. you ever been like? Uh, I'm trying to think of like situations. There have been a couple of times when I've like, I'm not on a show and I don't really know the people on a show and you end up just go like paying the ticket price and then you end up in the front row at the show and you're like, I do not want to be in the front row of this show because I kind of know the comedians. I probably haven't. That's probably not happened to me in more than 10 years. Yeah. Like, yeah. It became pretty clear to me uh, early on in me doing comedy that I, it's really hard for me to be at a show that I'm not a part of. I'll go nuts. Unless it's like someone that's like truly amazing that I need to check out. Yeah. But I, I learn about comedy from being on the show and then hanging out and watching the other people. But yeah, you, so maybe we didn't say that at the beginning, but you did stand up for a bit. Yeah, I did for like, I don't know, six or seven years. Yeah. Oh, then that's not more than a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I just. Was I? I don't even. I don't think anything clicked where I stopped doing it. I just ended up like time. I did it less and less, and like I never really. But you're okay with it? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I just like ended up like oh, I haven't. It was more like I haven't written a joke in a long time. When you guys started the podcast, were you still doing stand up? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so it was two stand up buddies. Yeah, yeah. We that's how we met Graham and I. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we tried to write sketches, and we were no good at it. But the writing sessions were really funny. Yeah. Like, oh, we should just record these. And that was kind of... But that, you know, that never ended up being the concept. The concept was just we're trying to make each other laugh. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I started in sketch and improv. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you Did you ever do any... Did you know Nathan Fielder? <sighs> you know... No, it's all a charade. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, I'm gonna. I have to go to J. Crew. The word functional has come up four times, <laughs> and I've said the word charades twice now. <laughs> but one was as charade, and one was some. Every episode, I realize I'm, I'm stuck on a couple words. But one of them wasn't even charades. It was impressions. It was like, oh yeah, no. But I then I tried to explain it as charades, but then you were like, no, what it is. <laughs> But but Char- you were right. I charades, you don't talk. Days. Charades yeah. is silent. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm bad at it. <laughs> you know what? It must be. Really- this was a great episode because you know why. If anyone listens to this, and I'm talking to you guys listening right now, <laughs> if you listen to it and go, "Damn, this is another one where they talked about all this other stuff, but they barely talked about Utopia." No, we nailed a 30 second Utopia. Yeah, that's never been done before. Thank you. That was amazing. I would like I. I think you should do it even quicker next time. You what you should this someone should, hey if you're listening and you become a guest on this thing, try and beat the record. Do I a twenty nine second Utopia. Try to do bungee jump Utopia where you <laughs> say the whole Utopia on the way down, and then I would Dystopia like, on the way up. I, <laughs> <laughs> My Dystopia is coming back up and seeing you, you again. You should do on Halloween. You should do Dystopia to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. I think. That's a good idea for a sister podcast. Mm-hmm. I would like the idea of uh, doing sort of a um, a Halloween podcast, just one off, where it's a utopia to me, where you have to say what your utopia is after you jump off a building, <laughs> but then there's no bungee cord, and uh, we got it all on tape, and then you die. It's worth it. We have it on tape, unfortunately, though. Yeah. <laughs> I just said tape. Well, you have to jump off the roof of... Uh, uh, Abbey Road Studios. <laughs> it's a microphone leading down there. Yeah. I hope I pass the audition. Yeah. Did you have fun? Yeah. We learned a lot. There was some good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go to J Crew. All right. Any nothing you want to plug? Uh, you know what? Uh. uh like, Listen to stop podcasting I yourself so, all I, the time. I think everyone out there should get a landline. That's I think important to me. Yeah, uh, get a landline. Um, subscribe to a newspaper. You're a progressive person politically, but when it comes to phones, phones, I am a luddite. I am an old school landline lover. Yeah. I'm a land lover. <laughs> my my chair made a farting noise. It wasn't me. It was but it, it was perfect. Here it comes again. <laughs> I'm a land lover. <laughs> and that is Utopia to me. All right, everyone. That was uh, Dave Shumka. Dave, thanks so much for coming on and, uh, you know, ch- chatting, having a good time, having big laughs. People, you follow his podcast. I mean, it's I think it's the most popular podcast, not just in Canada, but in the world because him and Graham Clark do it together and it's so fun. So you already know about it. Uh, but follow that podcast. Stop podcasting yourself. Listen to every episode and follow Dave on Twitter at Dave Shumka. Uh, just his name. And then, uh, yeah, there you go. Check him out. Lots of stuff going on. Also, um, follow us at Utopia to me on Twitter. Twitter is still hot. Twitter started almost 10 years ago, I think, probably 10 years ago now but it's still hot man it's still it's still getting its bearings it's going um you know yeah a lot of weird people use it now to uh like a lot of people with dementia use it to uh say horrible things about other people and you're like all right 
But then sometimes there's a guy that writes a good joke and a gal that writes a good joke or, you know, all kinds of people. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to follow me on Twitter? It's uh, I got two Twitter accounts. At Utopia to me and at Chris Locke Fun. Should I just throw my computer into the lake and go up and build an igloo up north and just live in there and stay warm? What is life all about? Follow me at Utopia to me and tweet what you think life is all about. And follow at Chris Lock Fun because then you can know all about my fun comedy shows coming up. In Toronto, I have a new monthly show uh, called Hell at the Comedy Bar every last Wednesday of the month. Hell. And it's jam-packed with killer acts and I host it and it's super fun. So go see that. But that's it. That's our podcast for today. Tell me what you think life is all about. Should I keep trying to get you to follow me on Twitter or should I give up? And who cares, right? Just, uh, man, it's cold out there, but if you're somewhere warm, congratulations. Enjoy yourself. Go outside. Touch a nice tree. Look up and say, thank you so much for, you know, oxygen and etc. Okay? Thanks again, guys. Talk to you soon. Love you so much. Bye. Thank you.